Welcome to the Good Fight Tattoo podcast. Here's your opportunity to eavesdrop on the conversations and stories that are told in our tattoo studio in London. There will be adult themes and strong language, so listener discretion is advised. Good to be back. Hello, everyone. Had a little bit of a break there for a while because I was a bit busy, but you know I'm excited to get going again. hope you're excited to listen. We kick off this week with a conversation with my client about her twin sister transitioning to becoming a twin brother and hers and her family's experience surrounding that. Right, so I'm recording now. Okay. Um, if you're cool with that, we can yeah. just carry on talking... Sounds good. As we were before. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a little bit of my tea before we get going. I hope this doesn't fall off my head. Me too. <laughs> I, we'll see. I wish I could like hook it. It might be easier if you take your glasses off to hook it over your ears. Oh. Oh my God. I can't like see it. So it. <laughs> I'm just like hoping that it works. Oh my God. Why is this so difficult? It's because you've got such curly hair and it's Ah, difficult to get through. Yes. There's a lot there. Right. Okay. You comfortable? Yes. And you're still not popping, so that's all good. All right. But yeah, so where were we? Oh, man. We were just talking about your brother, Mm -hmm. who used to be your sister, Mm -hmm. who used to be your twin sister. Yeah. So tell me about that. How was that? How was that when that came out? Like, what was the discussion? How did that all go? What's your reaction to it? Um, How did it all feel? Wow. It was... Because this is something that... Sorry to interrupt real quickly, but this is something that there's probably quite a lot of people out there who can't fathom, who have never experienced it. And it's a real sort of current topic at the moment about Mm. these sorts of things. And I think it's good for people to have more understanding of what it's it's like. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, so... How old was your brother when this happened? Um, he came out, I think, when he was like 16 or had just turned 16. So it was between like sophomore year and junior year of high school. So, okay. yeah, that would so be So that like wouldn't mean anything to most people <laughs> that listen to the podcast. Cause yeah, <laughs> so that was, yeah, so 16. So about 16. Yeah, about, about 16. 15, 16. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that was literally between like our first, like we had just moved into high school, which is, uh, like year 10, 11 and 12. Yeah. And so it was right after our first year. And so how was that for you? What was, uh, what was your reaction to that? Because obviously like, you know, previously that would have been your twin sister. Yeah. How was that for you? What, how did you feel in that situation? It was really interesting because I... I honestly thought that it was going to be, like, I always heard of, like, when people come out or, like, their sibling comes out or just a member of their family in general, it's like a, there's, like, a grieving process because you're, like, like losing a sister, for example, but you're yeah. gaining a brother. Mm-hmm. And I think it was definitely like that for my parents. Like, they were really, like, Dean had come out as bisexual, like, a mm-hmm. year beforehand, and that you know, that was, like, something for my parents, but it wasn't too, like, all of us were kind of, like, okay, you know, it doesn't really affect us that much, so, you know, whatever, and we come from a really liberal area, yeah, like, like, really, 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 yeah, yeah. exactly, really liberal, so it didn't, it, it was, like, okay, 
Um, your parents are pretty liberal anyway, so they're, oh, they're yeah, quite cool. Definitely. Right? And like my whole family is, which is great. Like even I have family cool. that comes from like Montana, which is a relatively conservative state, but like everyone all of our family members who live in Montana like voted for Hillary. They're all really liberal. They're they were all totally cool. It didn't yeah. like, it didn't make any difference. And they, was there anyone in your family that that did sort of have a problem with it? That did struggle with it? Um, I mean, uh, like I mean, like my parents struggled, but not for not for any like y- political reasons. I guess yeah. it was just like, tough. Not that they were against it. Not yeah, that yeah, they yeah. Had a problem with it, but yeah, it was tough in that. Like I said, like the grieving process, kind of of like, well, now Dean's gonna change his name, pronouns. Like, what's gonna happen with all the like, what's Dean's attitude gonna be towards like all the pictures of him as a kid? Like, yeah. all of our family photos, like, how like how will those, like, memories be affected by Dean coming out now? Like, how do we refer to Dean before he came out? And, like, it's just stuff that you wouldn't even think about until it, like, comes up when we're, like, I don't know. We were decorating the Christmas tree, like, uh-huh. right after Dean came out. Maybe, like, this would have been, like, maybe six months later or something. And uh, we were decorating the tree, and we have a bunch of Christmas ornaments with pictures of Dean and I as kids. Right. And my mom, like, would take them out of the, like, bin of Christmas ornaments, and she just started, like, sobbing. And we were like, oh, like, I... Really? Yeah, she was really sad because she was like, that. well, now, like, this, the person who's in these pictures, like, you're the same kid, obviously, Mm -hmm. and we know that, but, like, she, like, I don't... I, can't, I wish I remembered exactly what she, like, said, but she was sad because she was, like, this is not, you're not, like, you're not the same person yeah. anymore. Like, how do, it was the same kind of, like, how do we refer to, like, this yeah. is, like, our, these are pictures of our daughter and now you're our son. And it's just, like, yeah. So there's, the yeah, thing. there's, obviously, the, there's going to be that sort of grieving process, right? Yeah. Just exactly. real quickly before we carry on with this, sure. I've just, where I've drawn on there, that's where I'm going to do all the crosshatching. Okay. And then I'm going to crosshatch on that part of it as well. Sure. Sweet. Yep. So yeah, um, yeah. Like, so how did was it? There was there's so many things, right? So this is when you're at school, right? Mm-hmm. So you're sort of 16, right? Yeah. So how how was that at school? Did you was there any bullying? Was there anything that people sort of? I guess like Seattle's fairly like you say liberal, but was there yeah. anything where like you know there's always fucking dickheads when you're at school? Yeah. Um. Honestly, he never got bullied that I know of. Um, I think he would have told me because we're really, really close. Or I would have noticed because we're we're together a lot. Um, But, like, he he really, he took the time to, like, properly come out to our, like, closest friends, which is good. And, like, before he came out to me, he actually told one of our closest friends. Like, she was the first person he told. So she knew, and then he told me, and, like, so he came out to every. There was a couple times that he came out to people that were a little problematic, just because he, it was like everyone else knew, and it was they were happened to be like the last person that he told, and that was a little tough for some people. Right. It just in a friendship kind of a way. But um, anyway, yeah, he didn't get bullied. Oh, come on, toughen up! Like it's fucking hard for people to come out <laughs> about these sorts of things. At I least you've fucking done it. We they were like 16. they respect your like I your know. opinion enough to have done it. I Shut know. The fuck up that you were the last person. I know. Sorry. It's it, it, yeah. Little we were sixteen. You know it, it. And no, like I didn't know any. 
uh, I guess I knew one trans person, but we weren't really, we were, had been friends like a few years earlier and then we just didn't really, we had like a class together, but then we didn't really talk after that. So like none of us really knew any trans people that I know of. So it was a little bit like, I don't know. I don't think it was jarring. I feel like I actually took it really well. And I feel like all of my friends took it really well, considering it was such like unfamiliar territory for us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, school was fine. Luckily, he came out. Our birthday is in May. Mm -hmm. He came out like to me probably in like April. And, and my friend Joe and I think my family like right before that. But it was like pretty soon I guess but like we he had like that whole summer and um before we went back to school to kind of like settle into like a new name pronouns we had time to get a hold of our school and tell them that he was going by a new name and pronouns right and he hadn't had like his gender marker changed or anything yet but he was going by a new name and he got his hair cut and um all this stuff, like he used to have hair that went down to like his waist, like really long hair. So was and there he like chopped so, it all off? So, so real quickly, was there anything that you would say growing up? There was times when you maybe thought that, like it, like it. Is there anything that you look back on now and go, oh yeah, that was obvious? No, nothing at all. Literally nothing. Yeah, and it's it, and the surprising thing about that is that like. I can confidently say that there's no, there weren't any times when I would have thought that. But when he came out, it didn't shock me, which is, seems contradictory. But like, I don't know, there was a, a few months, let's see, I guess I maybe, I'm trying to think of the timeline here. But like, maybe a year before he came out and then like a few months, a, a year before he came out and like a few months. So we went to two different like fan conventions, and he like cosplayed. Know, what, fan conventions for what? Um, they were like uh, there's this TV show called Supernatural. I don't right. know if you've heard of it. But we went to a couple like fan conventions, basically Sounds at a hotel. Nerdy. Yeah, very nerdy. <laughs> um, the first one we went to when we were like 15, and then we went like when we were like 16 or something. And uh, we were both really into this show, not anymore. But he uh, he like cosplayed when we went. Mm -hmm. and I just kind of, like, I was getting into photography at the time, so I was just like, I'll just follow around and take pictures of you or whatever. Mm -hmm. But we got to meet, like, the actors and all this stuff, and it was really cool. But he cosplayed when we went, and he cosplayed as, like, a male character. Right. And he wasn't, like, he wasn't going all, like, method with it or anything. Like, he didn't want to be, like, referred to as, like, a he or anything at the time. But he, um, he really, like... It was like seeing a totally different side of his personality when he was dressed as a guy. And that's like the first kind of inkling that I had that maybe there was something going on. But we were like teenagers. So I was yeah. kind of like, I, the only times I had heard about people coming out as trans were when they were a lot younger or at least like a little bit younger, I right. guess. And considering I'd never seen any signs before that, it kind of didn't cross my mind until later. Yeah. And, um, but when he actually came out to me, I like it, I, he was like, I have something to tell you or whatever. We were like, we were walking home from school and we were like standing in the driveway outside of our house. My parents weren't home. And he was like, I have something I need to talk to you about. And I was like, are you trans? <laughs> Which I really should not have done that. Did and I really that regret that. Loud. Yeah. No and way. I, I really regret that now, especially knowing. Stealing the thunder. I know. And I, I regret it now, like knowing a lot more about trans people and like 
what the coming out experience is like because no one had ever come out to me before. And so yeah. I was like, I, don't, I mean, I, I was just a little caught off guard, I it's guess. It's hard to not do that. Like, the only thing I've ever had is, like, people come out as being gay to me. Yeah. And, like, the only times it's ever happened has been with people who it's... You, I always assumed that anyway. Like, yeah. Like, that they were, and they just didn't... They weren't comfortable with talking about it. Yeah. And so when people have come out, and like you say, it's the wrong thing to do, I've just been like, yeah, all right, everyone knew. Like, yeah, it's cool, it's exactly. Fine, you know, yeah, but it's, it doesn't come from a, like a malicious thing. It came, yeah, with, in those situations, it came in a reassu- like in a reassure. It was intended in a reassuring way of mm-hmm. going, yeah, man, we all knew. Mm-hmm. Like it's cool, but mm-hmm. like, don't worry about it. Yeah, and I honestly think that the, I, the, I, not to be like selfish or anything, but I do think that it probably made his coming out process easier. Yeah, like that I act that I asked him first because he. Had, I'm sure he had never been asked that question before. And he is, a, he is like a pretty introverted person and he kind of tends to, he spirals sometimes when he gets like, he, when something is new to him, I guess. And this would be one of those things for sure. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to make sure that it, like the conversation went smoothly, I guess, yeah. because I feel like I'm always kind of, I'm always looking out for him. In, in that way because sometimes like I said he spirals and I just wanted to make sure that he didn't get too overwhelmed and I, that he knew it was going to be okay because I was okay with it mm-hmm. and so I I just I straight up asked him and I really I regret that now and he hasn't brought it up to me ever so I'm assuming that it hasn't like had a major drastic effect on his life but like yeah I do regret that a little have bit. Have you but. ever spoken to him about what it was like during the period of time before talking to people about it because if you like if you had no if you didn't feel like there was any obvious things about it yeah and like you you know he obviously felt like this for you know for some period of time beforehand yeah. I'd, I'd you know I'd assume like that it's not something that just you know all of a sudden one day he went oh oh yeah I'm this yeah so have you ever talked to him about like during the time where he hadn't talked to anyone and how that was and and how he dealt with it um, not really. Because that's got to be a really difficult thing to to sort of deal with without talking to someone about yeah, it. Yeah, and I, he definitely did have, um, so I know that he struggled with it, like, before talking to people, but, like, I never, I haven't talked to him about it. I assume it's a really sensitive subject, and we've talked about a lot of, you know, sensitive things since him coming out, because he's had some other, you know, struggles and... Um, stuff like that. He's like gone to see a therapist and all this stuff since then. Um, and we've talked about, you know, other aspects of like him thinking about his identity and stuff like that. Yeah. But I haven't talked to him about what it was like beforehand, which I guess I would be curious to know. But I also know that it's sensitive, so I don't want to make him talk, especially since it's, it'd be like what, like four years later or something like that. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't. Because that's, that's, that's the part that really intrigues me is like mm-hmm. how, how people manage to go through that and deal with it I know. quietly by themselves. I know. And, and I feel bad that he, like, I feel like if, if I knew that he was, if I heard it from his mouth that he had been really, really struggling, which obviously he was struggling, like he doesn't need to yeah. tell us that he was struggling because obviously there's some struggle involved. But like, yeah. I feel like if I heard it from his mouth, I would feel so bad. And I kind of wonder if that's maybe why he wouldn't want to talk about it beforehand because he doesn't want to make us feel guilty about not realizing it because that's something that he would do. 
Makes sense. Um, yeah. So how how was it for you then readjusting to the fact that you now didn't have your twin sister and you had a twin brother instead? Honestly, it was a lot easier than I would have anticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, it was tough for my parents, and I so I kind of like I expected at some point for it to like hit me, and I would just be like, oh, that, wow, like I can't believe that that actually happened, but it kind of didn't. Like it felt very. I knew that I like I knew that I accepted him and I wanted to do whatever I could to make him feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't I honestly don't really feel like it was a grieving process for me because it was it was just like him becoming the most himself and that's all that I want for him. So I was like literally whatever I can do to make it like literally the day he came out I was like what would you prefer that I use male pronouns when, like, he he asked me to not use different pronouns and, like, a different name until he had obviously come out to my parents. So when they were, when they weren't home, I used male pronouns and referred to him by, like, um, by Dean, which is what he goes by now. Um, but I didn't when my, or I didn't do that when my parents were home. But I was, yeah. like, it was honestly a lot easier of an adjustment that I've heard that it is for other people but I feel like like our generation is also a lot more like it's so normal to hear about trans people coming out and stuff like that Mm -hmm. that it wasn't as like not that it wasn't like a change but it definitely doesn't feel so different I guess and he's still my like sibling no matter what yeah I guess so, it doesn't feel quite so like. It's well, not it would be considered. It would have been like you know, I'm a totally different generation to you. So for my generation, it would have been considered to be abnormal. You know, yeah, rather than exactly. Like, you exactly. Know, it, it's it would normal have been now. So like, you know, even people just coming out as being gay or you know, or or any of the other things like that. Like it would have it would have just been, it would have been considered abnormal, and it would have been like a mm. oh that's that's odd. Kind yeah. Of thing. Where it's not seen as that. So well, I mean, I guess it is, but from some people, but quite a lot of people, it's it's that's just part of the the way life is now. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the perspective that I like. I literally like the day he came out. I was like, "Would you prefer that I use male pronouns, or what pronouns would you like me to call you?" And um, like, do you have a name that you'd like to be referred to as? Mm-hmm. Um, because like. It, Dean and I, we used to call each other just like sis all the time. Right. And I, so, and he still calls me that, obviously. I Uh, don't call him that. I can't help it, but there's an irony in that. What what do you mean? The fact that you called each other sis. Oh, (laughs) that's totally, uh, I know. And I thought of that the moment I said it. Trans jokes. But yeah, he still calls me that, obviously, but I had to change, like, I never called him by his name ever like in our lives and he doesn't call me by my name still but I call him Dean now and um I so I pretty literally the day he came out I switched over and we have never gone back so it just wasn't like I mean I there was definitely points where I was like like how is this going to change things for me but I noticed that like literally the moment he came out he was so much more authentically it's not that he wasn't authentically himself before, but he just seemed so much more comfortable with himself. Did it feel right? Did it? Was it one of those yeah. things where it happened and you were like, oh, do you know what? This this actually now makes this person feel like they're yeah. obviously more the person that they exactly. want to be. Exactly. I think that's totally how it felt. And I, I, 
I, when I was like little, I feel like a lot of people were like, oh yeah, when I was little, I always wanted like a brother or whatever, or like a sister. I wanted a sibling or whatever. And I, I don't feel like I had that, but I always, I, since Dean and I are the, are the only two, you know, I was always like, oh, it'd be, what would it be like if I had like another sibling or if I had like a brother or whatever. And then Dean came out and I was like, Oh, okay. Well, that's not what I was expecting, but like, that's, uh, I was like, oh, this is, it's going to be interesting to see what our dynamic is like. And honestly, our dynamic is like, we used to kind of like argue sometimes and we didn't get like along the most, Mm -hmm. um, or we, we got along most of the time, but we like, we obviously everyone disagrees from time to time, but we like hardly ever do now. Like there's, there was some kind of like, not tension, but, like, obviously he was troubled by something that, uh, like, I feel like there's kind of a weight off of his shoulders now, which is great. Yeah, that is And I feel like our relationship is, like, even better now than it, like, ever was after he's come out, which, like, made the transition so much easier, too. Like, it made it so smooth because it was, like, not only has this, like, made him feel better about himself, but it's made both of us, it's made our relationship, like, Mm -hmm so great that's great yeah it's good to hear so mm-hmm. you were you saying earlier that your parents sort of seeked trying to get like mental like mental help uh, about it with, with your brother uh, yeah and that, that wasn't necessarily like they made him go to therapy for it or anything like that he already like I've mentioned before he has like anxiety he's already been to therapy for other like mental health issues and he and that's what he goes for like it wasn't specifically for that no it's not I mean it's not like they uh he he did go to a therapist to talk about his gender identity because of um because they wanted to make sure that he like talked to because like none of us can understand Mm -hmm. the way that another trans person would or that a trained like therapist would so they were like he should go talk to someone just to make sure that he's you know healthy and has a you know therapy is good for you and um and in order to change your like gender marker like on your birth certificate or legally change your name I think uh you have to go to a therapist and get permission from them and get a diagnosis saying that you have gender dysphoria really? in order to and pro, like basically a, a signed piece of paper that says this person is trans therefore they can change their gender marker oh. that's how it works in the US at least I didn't know that yeah so he had to go to a therapist for at least some period of time long you, enough for him to get a diagnosis that? do you think that makes sense or do you think that's an odd thing to make someone do um i don't know i feel uh, i don't know i think it it definitely i'm it definitely impedes some people's ability to get their gender marker changed, I'm sure, because not yeah. everyone can afford to go to a therapist or afford to, like... So this would be a private thing, because you've got a private mental... Uh, you've got a private health system yes. in America, right? Yeah, so you basically be, find your own So you'd own have person. to pay for you yourself to go to... I think so. I'm, I, I'm not sure if it was covered by our insurance or not, actually. Right. But, um, yeah. But I don't know. I think it's it's good in that like I feel like no matter what your situation is going to therapy is not going to be a bad thing and it's not going to not be helpful 
I guess it doesn't take anything away from yeah. the person's feelings. So yeah, why exactly. You so you mi you might as well like if you especially like you've come out already, so you know that that's how you identify. Mm. So you like might as well go get yeah. like a signed piece of paper that says this is how I identify. It's a difficult thing though, like you said quite know. rightly, you you identify that in in America, like with the private healthcare system, yeah, some people it might be covered under their insurance, but other people it won't. So then yeah. it makes it really difficult for some people exactly. to actually be able to do that. So if you can that. do it, then like, you know, do it. But like yeah. it, it also, yeah, it exactly, it stops you from, it could stop you from being able to change your gender marker for a long time, which makes a big difference or yeah. ever being able to change it which makes a, a big difference for some people because i guess like if that was here that would be covered under the nhs exactly which, well yeah or it should be it should least. be at least yeah. yeah most things are so but yeah so that that's a difficult thing that's something i've never even considered before mm -hmm. so yeah with this i'm just going to do a little bit of dot shading in the tongue and a little Sweet. bit around the eye and a little bit around the bottom part that of the, so good. the shell but otherwise that's pretty much done I love it. It looks so good. So one of the other things that I wanted to ask mm -hmm. is what would be your advice in situations where like, because it's something that I've never experienced. If, if people are experiencing that sort of thing, like, you know, like, like a sibling coming out as being trans, yeah. what would be your advice about the way people deal with that? Because it's got to be a really difficult thing to, to deal with. You know, I'd love to have your brother here and have your brother chat. I know. This as well. It'd be well I good. know. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of what he would say also. I mean, I guess I would just say that, like, as much as, like, your sibling's life affects you, how they identify doesn't affect you. So, like, I think it's the same way as someone... Like, uh, like someone's like sexual orientation. Like someone could come out as gay to you. That, that literally shouldn't make any difference no. to anybody because like who, who cares? No. But and like and gender identity is like a a bigger thing, obviously, because it changes a lot more aspects of your life in terms of like you know name changing or pronouns or a surgery, I yeah. guess, whatever. Um, even though surgery doesn't affect anyone else either, um, it is like I don't know. I would just say to be like unapologetically accepting of them because mm -hmm. there's no good reason for you to not like it would just be like I mean I think anyone it's like the golden rule like treat others the way you would want to be treated if you were in the same situation you'd want people to accept you for who you are so why would you do someone the disservice of not accepting them yeah yeah that's Makes like sense. the best advice I could give I guess makes total sense mm -hmm. like a, it's something that you know, obviously, I've got no experience of, so I wouldn't want to, yeah. like, weigh in on what I think would be the best thing to do because I've no experience in it. Yeah, and it's hard for me to say what the best thing is to do because, like, I, uh, like I've said, we are really fortunate to live in an area where it, like, where we're all really liberal, yeah. and so, like, I didn't have uh, the struggle with a teen coming out that someone else might have mm. if we if we if our family were different I guess yeah. or if I were different if you lived in the bible belt <laughs> if I lived in the bible belt yeah if I lived in the like reddest parts of the U.S. for sure <laughs> but like um 
yeah, I don't know. It's hard because, like, I feel like as coming out goes, he had a, like, not the worst time of it. Yeah. Which is good. But, like, it's, so it's hard to give, like, general advice because, like, I feel, it's, I feel like it, it just sucks that there are people who need advice on how to take someone coming out because it should be, it should be easy-ish, you know, or it should be, it should come naturally come naturally to be accepting yeah I think there's a lot of people that it doesn't come naturally to be accepting I know, you know I, I wish that ima- wasn't the case I could imagine being part of a religious family like trying to come out as anything oh my god to part of a religious family yeah. would be incredibly difficult mm-hmm. oh, I wouldn't want to ever be any part of that yeah no kidding I think you're right though I think one of the things that like I think people forget is it shouldn't really matter to you yeah, it literally doesn't affect, like, like I said, the, the, maybe the social part of it affects you, like I said, like the name and gender or whatever, yeah. or pr- pronouns, I should say, but like, it, it shouldn't, I mean, and it can, uh, like I said earlier, like affecting kind of your, like, the photos of them or like how your yeah. family, like, remembers that person, I guess. It can it also, I guess you, it can like, also yeah. affect in situations like, fortunately, it seems like with when you're at school, that's part, part of why I asked is because, like, it seems like your situation at school was really accepting of it and everyone was, mm-hmm. there wasn't really any bullying. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't seem like you got bullied. That's one of the things no. it can, it, like, I guess it can affect people in situations like that. Yeah. Like, uh, but yeah, it, that, I mean, that's about the only way I can imagine it affecting n- not well, other people other than the person involved. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, and I I just kind of figured, and I've, all, I've like, had this attitude just about it in general, like, even outside of school, I guess. Like, if I ever come across someone who I feel like w- could give Dean a shit or give him a hard time or give anyone related to the situation a hard time, I just, I don't think I need to give that person the time of day. So, like, and if anyone were to, like, bully Dean for some reason, I would kick their ass. So, <laughs> like, I don't, I, yeah, I'm, I feel very, like, fortunate that we, like, I don't know, that we didn't encounter anything like that, I guess. What about people questioning things to do with it? What do you mean? Um, I, I don't have a specific Like, questioning e- his identity? Example. Yeah, questioning his identity, questioning, like, motivations, questioning mental health and things like that. Like, mm. I'm, I'm not... Yeah. Questioning that. Yeah. But what how, what would be your sort of opinion about people doing that? Um. Hmm. I guess I would say you kind of have no right to question. I mean, you have. I guess everyone has a right to question whatever they want. But like, it, I think it kind of. I, I would probably just repeat what I said earlier, and that like it, it like what would you do if someone were just questioning everything to do with your identity? Like, the, there's no... Uh, you, you've, there's no good reason for you to need to know, like, the intimate details of someone's life or identity. No. So... But there are some people out there who do believe that they... I know. They do have a right. I know, and it's frustrating. Not to, you know... I don't, I don't mean to be bashing these people, no. but religious people generally mm-hmm. feel like that. People who are religious feel like they've got a right to, you know, get themselves involved in everything that people do. I know. You know the Westboro Baptist Church. I know. I was I was watching a 
Louis Thoreau documentary yeah. on the Westboro Baptist Church. A couple I love weeks how ago. Americans say oh. Louis Thoreau. Is it pronounced Thoreau? Yeah. Oh. As far as I know. Oh, good to know. <laughs> I might be wrong now. I might just look like an idiot. I feel like he pronounces it through. I think you're right. Maybe. Anyway, cool. but yeah, it, those people, like, I can't imagine. Like, those, they just are absolutely convinced that they're correct, and there's, like, no other way around it, which I, yeah, I can't imagine if you ever had, like, if you were ever trying to come out about anything to them, like, oh my God, like, there's a, disowned. There's such a good, uh, do you, like, do you ever pay attention to Joe Rogan's podcasts? Because you said you're a fan of podcasts before. Mm -hmm. I've heard of it. Joe Rogan did yeah. one with Megan Roper Phelps. So mm -hmm. she was one part of the Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah. And she was one of the people that got out of it. And it's one of the wow. my fucking favorite podcasts. I've listened that to it several so times because it's really interesting hearing them and their, like, hearing her situation in the church and mm -hmm. then when she decided to get out how her like family have completely disowned her they have yeah. nothing to do with her yeah they literally just like they, cut yeah. off contact they don't talk about that person they, it's like they died yeah it's like exactly they completely just died. exactly and yeah th that is fucking mental it's bonkers doesn't make any sense that is unbelievable i feel like how could you say someone is your family up until they like do something that doesn't belief? suit yeah. your Exactly. It's a like, really do you ever mean outlook, it? Isn't do it? you ever mean it that they're your family and that you love them? If that, if you would just disown them in like a heartbeat, like that, it's terrifying, it's scary. Could you imagine coming out as trans to any in oh that situation? Oh my god, no. I think I would, if I were in any kind of situation like that, I would leave and then just run away. Yeah, <laughs> I would away. just leave because it's. I mean, it's difficult to leave. It seems like, but also. If you do leave, there are basically no consequences from your family because they just forget that you ever were there. So, like, I mean, it's consequences in that you n never see your family again. That's but like, difficult, isn't it? Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine. I literally can't imagine because, like, I I've been so fortunate to have such an accepting and like loving family that I just can't imagine like just being disowned and like never seeing your family again. Like, yeah. man. That's crazy. Yeah, I couldn't imagine it either. Like, we, I was talking with my friend about, we were talking about, like, uh, coming out and things like that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, someone asked me, oh, what do you think your p family would have been like? And I'm just like, I don't, they wouldn't give a fucking shit. Like, yeah. not in a nasty way. They wouldn't give a fuck. My exactly. parents have supported I mean, me through everything I've ever done. Yeah, exactly. And know? that's so what... I'm quite fortunate to have that. Yeah, and that's kind of, that's what happened, like, when I said Dean came out as bi, is basically my parents were like, okay, like, <laughs> I mean, like, uh, I, there's, whenever someone comes out, there's always a little bit of, like, oh, like, uh, I don't know, like, it, that, I guess that does change something in that, like, my parents were like, oh, our, I guess, daughter at the time, um, like, might not, you know, have, like, the big white wedding and, like, marry a man and have all this stuff, you know, but, it, but that's, like, so trivial and like so it, like in in the end like really it made no difference like they were basically like oh okay cool well, this is the thing like i guess like the most important thing is like happiness mm -hmm. like the happiness of your kids exactly you exactly know? and like, i think that's what their attitude is any like is i think that's what their attitude is is just that like dean is really happy you know he obviously he still struggles with his identity sometimes but like in, in what, the end, in he's way so much you, happier. In what way do you think he still struggles with his identity? Um, I don't know. I think, well, 
I don't know if he necessarily, I guess, I don't know if he necessarily struggles with his, like, gender identity anymore. I mean, dysphoria never goes away. Right. Um, and I think that is, that obviously, like, is part of it. But, um, I don't know. I'm honestly not sure. Because I feel like he's really comfortable in, like, where he's at in his transition. Yeah. At the moment. So, Do you mind me asking where he's at in his transition? Uh, he you don't have to say. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> I think. I mean, he has been on testosterone for, but like, mm, like probably three years, mm -hmm. and he had top surgery mm -hmm. uh, the summer after our senior year. So we were, we had, like, just turned eighteen. Right. Yeah. So that's where he's at. And that's I think he feels really comfortable, honestly, with where he's at now. Because, like, the I think the the top surgery was, like, a, a big milestone for him. Did you, was really like, was that, that something that happened? And, and once that had happened, there was a noticeable change in, like, how, how he was behaving and how he was in the world? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. I think, I mean, just, like, some of it's just, like, I feel like... Part of it is just down to the fact that, like, wearing a binder is really uncomfortable. <laughs> and he was wearing a binder for, like, ever since he came out, pretty much. Right. And it was... So a binder, I'd assume, would be something to just push that down. Exactly. To. It's like, um, it's like a... I'm trying to think of what I could compare it to. It's like a really tight... Is it like a corset? Elastic. Yeah, basically. Kind of thing, it's kind of like... Um, it's kind of like a... Like, if you ever have... Like, there's, like, kind of a girdle that they can give you after you have surgery or right. something like yeah. that. It's, like, elastic, and it kind of, it, like, um, like either zips up or, like, oh, velcros I've, or yeah, something. Yeah, I've had one of those because I had, like, um, I injured myself doing sport and, mm -hmm. uh, like, pulled my abdominal muscles apart. So yeah. So the, the, the connective tissue was stretched. Yeah, so, so it's kind of like a So I had to wear one of those for months. It was just, it was all under here, and I had to wear it. Mm -hmm. I had to go on guest spots. Really? And, like, I was guesting at the time every week. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. No, not every week, every month. One yeah. week of every month I was guesting, and I had to just take that with me and wear it. I didn't have to wear it all the time, but I had to wear it quite a lot of the time, and I had to just, like, wear it whilst I was tattooing because it doesn't. It helped with the posture. Yeah. And so I had to just sort of explain this to people as I was putting it on. Yeah. And just go, yep, I've injured myself. Yeah. Luckily, you wear a binder under your clothes, <laughs> which is well, helpful. Uh, yeah. And yeah. I had to, I had to wear like it underneath as well. I had to, yeah, I had to wear it underneath as well, but I didn't, because I didn't wear it all the time, I would be in a tattoo shop and I'd have to be taking it off because it's fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, it's so uncomfortable. Exactly. And wearing one that goes around your chest is like, you can, you can literally only wear it for like, when you first start wearing it, there's like actual regulations that say don't wear this for like longer than a certain amount of hours per day. Yeah. And then the longer you're wearing the, like the longer months wise, you're wearing the binder or years, I guess wise, you're wearing the binder for the longer you can wear it per day, but you still aren't supposed to wear it like while you sleep or while you do any exercise or activity. It's exactly the same and thing with so, this. Yeah, exactly. It's so uncomfortable. And I think that, that alone made a big difference. Like oh, post-surgery. How, how long did he have to wear that for? The binder? Yeah. Well, he didn't... Uh, let's see. He wore it until he had top surgery, from basically when he came out to when he had top surgery. So that was, what, like two and a half years? Fuck that. 
probably or two years maybe fuck that that'd be so yeah. uncomfortable just having to wear that and around my waist like, like that like, that sort of uh, thing that I had to wear yeah just wearing that for like I had to wear that for about three or four months I think it was like that mm-hmm. and I had to wear it like basically three hour stints so I had to wear it for three hours and then yeah. have like an hour off and then three hours yep. on uh, it is so uncomfortable yeah like when you when I took that off after three hours I couldn't imagine like having to do that Day in, day out yeah. for like two years. Yeah, and it basically just like flattens, it just compresses your chest so you it flattens it out. Yeah. Yeah, and he wore that until he had top surgery. And then after you have top surgery, there's the whole part of actually healing from it where you like, for the first couple weeks or so, you can't lift your arms any farther than like here because yeah. you have huge scars, Dep- I guess depending on what kind of sur- top surgery you get. But you like, you have big you can't lift your arms and then like you can lift your arms to like here and then you can't lift them any higher than that and then eventually and you have to do like scar massage and like all this stuff yeah. it's like but yeah after all that there was definitely a change so I would once say. once all of that healed up and everything was settled from that surgery you yeah it was like a big change and oh i think made so. a difference in how he yeah, was i think so i mean he's like he's like way, way more confident in his body than he ever was. And that's obviously a big part of dysphoria for Mm. some trans people at least. But like, um, it was a big part of his dysphoria for sure. At least his chest was. And it like, he was, he's like so much more, he he like will walk around our house now without a shirt on. And he, uh, I mean, he wouldn't even like just wear a binder around our house. Like when he was wearing the binder, um, he'll he's like comfortable going to the pool and like taking his shirt off or whatever he's like it's just the kind of like comfort comfort in his body that like makes such a huge difference and you can tell when someone's uncomfortable and when they just don't want people to like see he didn't want people to see him without the binder and it was he would before he got the binder he would wear like sports bras layered over the top of each other which is oh my god like I can't even one sports bra is uncomfortable. <laughs> so I can't imagine more than one. I've never worn one, so... Yeah, I mean, it's uncomfortable, I can tell you that. But, like, wearing more than one to create the effect of a binder yeah. is just, like, torture, basically. Jesus. So, yeah, that he was much more comfortable. And I think mentally it made a huge difference for him, too. Would you say, like, here's a big question, would you say it's made him happier? In general? Yeah, like, oh, as the a whole person. thing? Oh, yes, definitely. I think transitioning... It's like it's completely. It's he's obviously he's not a different person, but kind of like what when I said when like he first came out, there was already a change within the day that he came out. When as far as like our interactions with each other, like you could tell, being called the right name and using the right pronouns and everything, just like it was like a huge weight off his shoulders, and you can tell that he's happier and like so much more comfortable in like every aspect. That's brilliant. Life. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, so it's good cool. to hear. Mm-hmm. Right, so yeah. that is all done. Sweet. Do you want to have a look in the mirror and see what you think? See if you're happy. Yeah. If there's mm-hmm. anything you want me to add, cool. Okay. If there's anything you want me to take away, unlucky, I can't do that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, mate, what good podcast that was. How good was that? Yeah, I was excited about it too. Anyway, if you've enjoyed it as much as I have, which I clearly have, uh, click a like button, comment, subscribe, do all those things. I don't know which platform you're listening on, but there's different things for each one. Do one of them. Just do something. Five-star review if you're on iTunes. Cool, that'd be nice. Anyway, thanks for listening.
and uh, we'll see you next week. Cheers. Bye-bye.